Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Grammar Girl here. I'm Mignon Fogarty, and you can think of me as your friendly guide to the English language. We talk about writing, history, rules, and cool stuff. Today, we'll talk about a famous line from Gone with the Wind and about whether we're returning to normalcy or normality and whether there's a difference. The phrase, frankly, my dear, begins one of the most memorable movie lines of our time. Rhett Butler, played by Clark Gable, said those three words to start his final parting line to Scarlett O'Hara, played by Vivian Lee, in the 1939 movie Gone with the Wind. Even if you've never seen that movie, you've likely heard that movie line. It created quite a stir because it ended with a profanity that was frowned upon on screen at the time, even though the movie producer was granted an exception by the Hayes office to use it. Eventually, that controversy died down, but another controversy arose concerning that line that has nothing to do with profanity and everything to do with punctuation. In the book, Gone with the Wind, the word frankly is absent from that iconic line spoken by Rhett to Scarlet. The line just begins with, my dear, followed by a comma. Movie producer David Selznick added, frankly, followed by a comma, and he was insistent about the comma, as can be seen in his list of possible less offensive ways to end the line. Each suggestion that he considered began with, frankly, my dear, with a comma after frankly and after dear. For example, one of those suggestions was for Rhett to say, frankly, my dear, it is of no consequence, which might be what some of you are thinking about this segment's focus on the comma in that line. Is it of any consequence whether frankly is followed by a comma? Well, it was to William Sapphire, a writer for the New York Times. In 1994, when CBS produced its spin-off Scarlet series, one of its advertisements had the beginning of that iconic Gone with the Wind movie line captioned on screen as Frankly, My Dear, with no comma after Frankly. That prompted Sapphire to give CBS his annual Bloopy Award because of the missing punctuation. But wait, an adverb at the beginning of a sentence doesn't have to have a comma, right? Yes, that is correct. The word frankly is an adverb, and when used at the beginning of a sentence, it's called a sentence adverb. Adverbs modify verbs, adjectives, or other adverbs, but they can also modify an entire sentence. Some people say that an introductory or sentence adverb always has to be followed by a comma, 
But the Chicago Manual of Style says sentence adverbs can be followed by a comma, but they don't have to be. So you could write actually, I don't care, with or without a comma after actually. Either way is acceptable, at least to the Chicago Manual of Style. If a sentence begins with a sentence adverb followed by a direct address, though, then you do need a comma after the adverb. The comma is necessary because of the direct address. As William Sapphire explained in his Bloopy Award, quote, In direct address, the name or its substitute, as in my dear or my fine-feathered friend, must be set off by commas, unquote. So you would write, actually, my dear, it is of consequence, using a comma after actually. The technical term for words of direct address in a sentence is the vocative case, and words in the vocative case are set off by commas. If you have a sentence that begins with the vocative case, such as my dear, and you add a sentence adverb, such as frankly, then a comma must follow the adverb to set off the direct address. In other words, frankly, my dear, you do need a comma after frankly in Rhett Butler's famous parting line to Scarlett O'Hara. That segment was written by Brenda Thomas, a freelance writer and online educator. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, you transform 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Remember the frustration of trying to memorize vocabulary and grammar rules only to find you couldn't actually use the language in real life? Well, there's a better way to learn. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with millions of users learning 25 different languages, and you can get it on your desktop or as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. It's really different. You pick up the language naturally, first with words, then the phrases, and then with sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Grammar Girl listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Is it rosettastone.com slash grammar. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash grammar today. I'm still waiting to get my first COVID vaccination, but man, I am starting to feel hope on the horizon. And it seems I'm not the only one because I've been getting questions like this one from Steve in Pataskala, Ohio. 
Quote, in reference to returning to life after the pandemic, I've wondered what's correct, normalcy or normality. Well, Steve, normality is the slightly older word, and the short answer is it's also a little more respectable than normalcy. But normalcy has a more interesting history. It first showed up in some obscure references to mathematics, but it seems to have been popularized in the United States by President Warren Harding in the 1920s. The Oxford English Dictionary labels it as chiefly U.S., and has these two citations, which I find pretty funny back-to-back. First, in 1920, Harding said, quote, America's present need is not heroics but healing, not nostrums but normalcy, not revolution but restoration, unquote. In fact, he went on to make his campaign slogan, Return to Normalcy. And then the next citation in the OED is from a 1929 tract from the Society for Pure English that says, quote, If normalcy is ever to become an accepted word, it will presumably be because the late President Harding didn't know any better, unquote. Because as it turns out, normalcy is the result of an error by a U.S. president. In fact, Harding was apparently mocked at the time for using normalcy. But then his supporters came to his defense, citing the earlier math references. But that wasn't really the point. It did exist before he used it, but nobody imagined he was reading old math dictionaries and decided to use the word he found there. He wasn't using it deliberately that way. He just got the usual word, normality, wrong. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary of English Usage, people continued to use normalcy, often in criticisms of Harding and often in quotation marks to highlight their sarcasm. The closest modern parallel I can think of is when people mocked George W. Bush for saying nuclear instead of nuclear. But unlike nuclear, normalcy seemed to catch on, and eventually people moved from using it mockingly to using it as just another word that had the same meaning as normality. The other thing it makes me think of is when people jokingly mispronounce a word, like ossifer for officer, or flutterby for butterfly, but then they end up accidentally saying the quote-unquote funny pronunciation when they're actually serious because they've used it so much. Early style guides recommended against normalcy, but it's not considered an error today. All the dictionaries include it, perhaps labeled as chiefly American if you're looking at a British dictionary. Brian Garner says normalcy is virtually universal, though still objected to by a few stalwarts, and the Associated Press says either word is fine. Having arisen in the United States, normalcy tends to be a little more popular here than in Britain, But even in the United States, it's still less common in published books than normality. Based on all this, I recommend saying we're getting back to normality, but I don't have a problem with normalcy either. I welcome it no matter what we call it. Finally, I have a familect about tacos and cats from Elizabeth. Hey, Grammar Girl. It's Elizabeth calling in with a familect. So my family has a few different layers to it. I love cats and I love words and grammar. And my husband happens to be Mexican. So I get this meme sent to me a lot by friends who know any of these facts about me. Um, The meme is a little cat dressed up in a taco outfit. And it says taco cat is taco cat backwards because it's palindrome. 
I love it. I crack up every time I see it. But because we have two cats, we've kind of generalized taco cats to be about them. And we will say that they are taco cats when they're fighting or when they're, you know, being jungly and attacking each other. Uh, but it, we've shortened it now. So we'll say if they are acting like that, we'll tell them no tacos to say, you know, don't attack each other because a taco attack sounds kind of similar. So anyway, that's just a fun little thing that me and my husband say. We have a couple of taco cats that we got to keep in line. Love your show. And I love hearing all these familics. Bye. Thanks, Elizabeth. I love that. I can just picture you saying no taco. And I love stories that kind of evolve from one saying to another. If you want to call with your family word story, your family act, you can leave a voicemail at 83321-4-GIRL, and I might play it on the show. I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. You can find articles that go with each podcast segment at my website, quickanddirtytips.com. And you can find me on Twitter and Facebook as Grammar Girl and on TikTok as The Real Grammar Girl. Thanks to my producer, Nathan Sams, and that's all. Thanks for listening. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.